0: And there you have it, the king is back, just like that. 3-0, 104.5 The Zone, Brent Doherty with you, Don Davenport the day off, and there he is with his proper introduction on this tailgate Friday, playoff eve, Ron Slay. (laughs) Woo! Woo!
1: Let's go! Let's go!
0: Let's go! Let's go! It's him, baby. Woo! Whee! I mean, listen, it's three to six today, and it's yeah. all go. Yeah. It's go time now. <laughs> yeah. Cincinnati is in town. Yeah. Maybe they're listening. I don't know. Maybe you got a message for him. Oh, I got a message for him. I think a lot of people have a message for him. You them. better I'm go.
1: I, you better go in the room and lock the door. You come out. It's all game on, baby. Come out that room you want to. Jump out there in the street and don't look both ways. <laughs> oh, it's a King Roman, baby. It I- is a King Roman.
0: Who was it? G Money said go play in traffic. Yeah, there you go.
1: <laughs> Jump out in this traffic you want to. I
0: think he was talking about Austin Huff, but anyway. Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> Huff out there in traffic, hey, too. Huff, I can't him. wait, dude. Here's the question. How early do you go? 3.30 kickoff? That's it's what- only the sixth time in the history of this city that, that Nashville has hosted an NFL playoff game? So. How early do you go? So the, the zone cranking up at 11. The zone is cranking up at 11. The league company countdown to kick off. We got extra stuff for you. Outside gate one at Nissan Stadium. 11 o'clock, Will Bowling. Mm-hmm. He will kick it all off. At 12 o'clock, Buck Rising. He's going to have a track suit or something on. I don't know what he's, <laughs> got. I don't know what he's got going to do. Dropping an album. He said he's not very good at being a hype man. He said, he said, "He said, Slay's the best hype man out there. I can't, I can't compete. I don't know why he's trying to compete with you. Like I, I would, you know, start with other people. Hmm. Um. Is it is
1: But guess what? All he got to do is call me. All he got to do is call let me. You man. bring the hype. What? Because <laughs> uh, I'm gonna bring it. Because I'm be in the building. I'm in the building. I'm in the
2: building. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Come on now. How ready are you for this thing? We be in, the we be in the city. How we confident we are, are, are you about this? Because I'll tell you slay man, my, mm-hmm. hit, my in my time of doing this, yes, a sir. lot of people in this market. Yes sir. Don't like to get excited because they're afraid to be let down. Yeah. I don't live my life that way. Me either. Because I can't control it, but I can control getting hype. And guess what? And being excited about a moment that you don't normally get.
1: And and you know li- what I mean. And listen to me carefully. If this, past, <laughs> <here for> <laughs> if this was the past, I'm here for you. If this was the past, I would have feel exactly like you feel, man. But I think no. I don't feel that way. Take, I'm take, let me, I'm confident. Take my and, thinking cap off. And
0: I'm getting. Yeah. Where, where is all this stuff?
1: I don't know. I'm talking about. Th- You're I think. not
0: bringing your mind to the game tomorrow. Yeah. I, what I think. What I'm thinking for? Because you said I'm going to lose my mind. Check that. I'm not even going to bring my mind. That's not so I I Lose in. it. Yeah. So why would you have a thinking cap on?
1: Silly. Silly. Because I ain't got no mind in. I must have just picked up the first hat I saw and put it on. Take that off. Yeah. And guess what? I know it's a different team. This defense is nasty. I'm going to continue to say that. If it was not released that Derrick Henry was activated today.
0: By the way, I just do the same thing. Derrick Henry has been activated. It's the king. It was a simple Mm -hmm. message. The Tennessee Titans made the following transactions today. Derrick Henry activated from injury, injured reserve to the 53-man roster. Yeah. There you go. He's back. He is back. And uh, we're looking forward to it. No, like my mindset on all these things is live life, man. Yeah. You've got a fun moment in front of you tomorrow. Embrace it. Let's let's what if this team went to the Super Bowl and you spent the entire playoffs like scared about losing. Come on. man. And so you didn't enjoy the moment.
1: Always enjoy the moment. You got to, man. You hit it on the head. Uh, um, You hit it on the head yesterday. You said they um, what did you say about the the buy? Oh no! You put it. It was so eloquent how you put it. Uh, the,
0: the, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't need it, but they. What did I say? They used it. They used the they, buy. They used the buy. They used the buy. Yeah.
1: They didn't go into Not it with the carrying first it place. around yeah. up above
0: their shoulders. Like, hey, we got we the got, buy. Yeah. Now no, we're use, gonna use it. And here it is. And that first injury report on Monday had one player on it that was limited. That's it.
1: That's a different feel for this hill. I'm gonna tell you that right now. It's a different feel for this hill. This Just a different team out there on that field. Man, we got some people that can talk to it, man, and speak to it. It's starting today. It's cranked up today. You got pep rallies going on. Come on, man. You got, hey, man. Woo. If you think for one reason, I heard the bully on this morning. The bully said.
0: I was texting with him. Man, I know. He's, re- he's ready.
1: And, that's a, and see, that's the mind I like to hear from. Keith Boyd, A dog like that. A fool like that. Because he said. Keith Boyd was a fool. Man, a bit of a fool. <laughs> You know what I mean? Them the fools I'm looking for. Yeah, man. The man said, "I know that it's tuned out, and you're not listening to the outside noise." But if you think for one second that defense ain't sick and tired of hearing about Joe what Burrow Joe Burrow's gonna do yeah. and these receivers gonna what boy, color boy, glasses is he ooh, gonna wear? If y'all thought they got it, Pat Mahomes when he came down here, I, I'm putting the chips on. Him. I'm putting the chips on. Matter of fact. That's me scooting all my chips into the table. Let's roll. Let's roll. They they've given, playing.
0: they've given up six sacks in their last two games. Not counting the Browns game. I didn't count that one because they had so many starters out. The Titans have given up two sacks yeah. in the last two because the Titans' offensive line is fi- finally all there. Mm-hmm. Um, the Titans have six sacks produced in the last two games. They have three. Yeah hey if this thing we keep talking about it you can talk about joe burrow and those receivers and they are dangerous and they are explosive that's fact. the titans are third best in the nfl in terms of limiting explosive plays so that could become a frustration point for cincinnati i don't know yeah but if this game truly is going to be one in the trenches talk to me i like the titans all day hey i mean hey how how serious am i
1: looking at you with my eyes right now? you dead serious you piercing my soul. I ain't messing around. And hey, you piercing my soul. Get out my soul, man.
2: Let's go to Goose first. Get your eyes out my soul. Goose, what's up? <laughs> man, my adrenaline has been pumping since 10 o'clock Sunday night. Come on, Goose. So I found out we was playing the Bengals at 3.30 at Nissan Stadium. Yeah. This is mine and my dad's first playoff game since 2003. Oh, I was yeah. six years old. I'm I, 25 now. Yeah. That's 19 years, Woo. 19 long years. Woo. You know what happened that night, Slay? What? We beat them Steelers. And you know what's going to happen to Marl Slay? What? We going to beat them Bengals. You know why? Why? Because this team is a team of destiny, baby. All the injuries, all the adversity. The team was gone for nine games. Nine games, Slay. Yeah. You know what we did? We went out and took the number one seat in the AFC. And whoa! That man is back. And them boys ain't ready for us. Talk to a goose! Wait! My car ain't got no roof! What? It ain't got no roof!
0: Right there! 61573. Right no <laughs> woo! We be in the city! Yes, sir. are looking for. 28 points per game with Derrick Henry, 21 without him. Man, Who's going to dictate pace? We talked about that with Solomon Wilcox yesterday. We're going to talk about that with former Titan and Bengal cornerback Pac-Man Jones today. Yes, sir.
1: We went in. We, hey, we pulled in the bag, man. I got to my reps, man. My rep said, hey, hold on. We're working on something. Let me talk to a couple people. And here we go.
0: We're going to talk with Mike D'Atelier when we come back about Christian Fulton going up, going up against Jamar Chase in LSU uh, practices and, and mm-hmm. Joe Burrow and all of those things. Mike D'Tillier, uh has covered LSU sports for a long, long time. uh draft expert here for Titans Radio and yes. uh, does things with Saints Radio Network and uh, also talk radio in Baton Rouge. Phil in Clarksville next up. Phil, what's up?
3: Hey, what's going on? Thanks for taking my call, Brent. I love the show, man. Hell yeah, Brian, Phil. Let's hey, go. All, my what's hey, up, look, baby? Brian, we go way back, and I don't even know if you know. And I used to go to school with your brother Patrick. Okay, I can yeah, do. Yeah, going way back. It's good to see you elevated, brother. I love it. Man, I appreciate it. Hey, listen, it. we got the, we got the king back and we ain't talking about Burger King. Oh. And we're still <laughs> having it our way. How you love that, baby? Yeah. 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 Let's <laughs> hey, go. let me tell you, I want to ask you too, Brent. I got to get you a, your theory on this too. Yeah, I know yeah. we're talking Titans and we're hyped. Man, what do you think's going to happen in that Niner Packer game? It's going back and forth with everybody out here. I just want to hear your thoughts on that. Go Titans!
0: I think, you know. I think like Kyle Shanahan's had a lot of success against Green Bay. That's well documented. I think Green Bay's gonna blow the crap out of them. Mm. That's where I am with that. Yeah. And that line's moving down too, off of six, down to five and a half. Can you can it get to five? I haven't looked today. I'm gonna tell you, I haven't gonna tell you. I haven't made a play on that game yet, but that's where I am right now with that game. I like that. I just think Aaron Rodgers is out there winning out of spite.
1: He owned one. He's on one right he's now. He's sitting on his own team's head. Yeah, he's on one. You don't care How who in the How weird
0: way. is that situation?
1: Little toe couldn't stop him.
0: <laughs> little toe, he'll put it up there for <laughs> yes, you. Yes, he will. <laughs> all right, when we come back, uh, we'll talk to Mike to tell you about uh, this quirky little matchup with Christian Fulton, Jamar Chase, and Joe Burrow all playing at LSU, all spending time in practice going a- against each other. Uh, we might ask him a draft question or two. What, what's the strongest position? What's weak uh, as we look forward to the NFL draft as well. Mike, to tell you, next, 3HL, 104.5 The Zone.
2: They run Henry on the left side. He's got some room to the 45. He's out to the
4: 50. He's to the 40. He's to the 30. He's to the 20. He's to the 10. He's <laughs> to the 5. He's to the yeah. end zone. Yes. Touchdown,
0: Titans. Derrick Henry just went 60. Derrick Henry has been activated. Teron Davenport with the story earlier today. He will start tomorrow against the Cincinnati Bengals. It's going to be live over there. I was going to be
1: gone, 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 gone. Listen,
0: I just got my tickets activated. I'm pumped about that. Oh, now activation
1: gotta, is here for you, huh? Now I got
0: to try to figure out what my password is. Oh, come on, man.
1: <laughs> see, see, you got to get it together. <laughs> you got to yeah, get it together. That's
0: way too valuable a commodity to be messing Enti- around with passwords.
1: Higherly, Especially at this time. You, you might even go reset.
0: Mark Mariani coming up at four o'clock as well. Nothing to water. You think Mary Annie's gonna be hyped for this? What? He ain't got no choice. I wish
1: he would try to come in here with a roof. I'll well, snatch that thing up off him. I really have never
0: seen Marianne with a roof. Ever. Exactly. So why would he come on here sane? And he's in the real estate business. So I don't I don't know. <laughs> come on, man. He got great <laughs>
1: insurance, I'm I'm sure.
0: Hey, we're gonna get Mike Detailier in here in a minute with some perspective on Christian Fulton versus Jamar Chase. What okay. did that look like at LSU? hmm. Uh he's got some uh, great background into that. Jonathan in the borough next up. Jonathan, what's up, man? What's up, baby? Let's roll. Let's Ron,
2: roll. I just want to say thank you for that follow, Ron. I appreciate it. But, hey, I have been giddy all week long. I'm ready for this game to get started. I'm ready just to, because these Bengals fans that just keep saying they got the advantage here and they got the advantage there. But y'all ain't to a playoff game in 31 years. Setting yourselves down. You barely beat the Raiders, okay? And we know what they had their issue. Hey. But guess what? We tightened up, baby. We ready to rock and roll tomorrow. Nissan Stadium's going
0: to be rocking. Tighten up. I ain't got no room. <laughs> there he goes, Jonathan, in the borough. I mean, the one thing about Cincinnati, the Raiders have a really good front seven, especially up front. And they had some really good players that didn't do a whole lot. Max Crosby, how many times you hear his name called in that game? That guy's a beast. But here's the thing, and Cincinnati are going to find this out because last year it was a whole lot of Big Jeff and and Harold Landry was up and down all those things. It ain't just Big Jeff this year. No. You're going to have to deal with Big Jeff. You're going to have to deal with Danico Autry. You're going to have to deal with a much better Harold Landry. You're going to have to deal with Bud Dupree. You're going to have to deal with blitzing safeties from time to time, although the Titans don't do a whole lot of blitzing. But that tells you how good they are up front. Yeah. Second fewest blitzes in the league. The Titans, 17% yeah. blitz rate.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's a different deal.
1: It's, di- it's, a, it's a different group. It's a different animal, a different beast. Come on, man. You're supposed to evolve, and that's that's exactly what this defense did. We talked about it earlier in the year. Is this defense going to evolve? Can this defense get to the level where we needed to be, where they carry the team when the offense is struggling? I think you check the box on that.
0: Now, I will say, and we all know, you can't just write it off as a win at all. Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. that dude is crazy skilled off the charts. Right. Those three receivers, playmakers. Yeah. All of them.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, let me, let me. They have to be dealt with, but I'm going to tell you something. And Slay's been saying it for a month. That Titans defense is, mm-hmm. is written on the top of every show sheet he brings in here. Nasty. That defense is nasty. Oh. I mean, nasty. Plus, as you said, Keith Bullock was talking this morning. Come on, as man. As players, you don't want to pay attention to the noise, but you hear it. Come on, man. And if you're in that Titans defensive part of the locker room. is that easy. You hear a lot about Joe Burrow and those three receivers. Is that easy. So, with perspective on that, we go to our buddy Mike detelier down there in Baton Rouge. Mike, hey, what's hey, up? Hey, How hey. are you, man? I'm doing great, guys. Great How, to be back on with y'all. Oh, love it, love it, love it. Uh, always try to invent reasons to put you on, but we really didn't need one here. There's a lot of LSU uh, activity in this game on both rosters, and and uh, y- you've got all kinds of stories, I'm sure, about Jamar Chase going up against Christian Fulton at, in LSU practice sessions.
4: Man, uh, you know, I saw them both at Rummel. You know, they, they were both the same high school. And uh, Fulton was the guy. Uh, mm-hmm. Fulton was the All-American he was one of the, if not the number one-rated player in the state of Louisiana and probably one of the top two or three in, in the deep south. And then Jamar comes right after him. But uh, and that was some battles. Um, and uh, Coach O had always told me, uh, Hey, Mike, nothing about this uh, stuff about uh, one against twos. It's iron on iron, baby, just like we did at Miami or <laughs> Florida at see, Okay, and man, they would get at it in practice. And, uh, you know, we've had Warren Sapp on in the past and some of the other guys uh, that played at Miami. And, you know, Warren was, man, listen, when you got through a, a Miami practice, man, the game was easy. And I think it sort of got to be that way, you know, in, in 18 and 19 with LSU when you had these guys going at it. And I mean – uh, it was iron on iron with these two guys, and they they were terrific. And, again, it was a, a battle where Fulton was the established guy, and Jamar was this up-and-coming young stud wideout. Mm-hmm. And, okay, you won some and you lost some, but they would get after it pretty good. It was aggressive uh, between the two, but that that's how – O'Groll wanted it back then, man. He won want, he wanted it and he wanted the battle uh, between those two guys. And you think about the receiving core uh, back then at LSU with Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase and Terrace Marshall, and you were like, Whoa, uh uh that that that's pretty impressive. And Racy McMath. Uh, yeah. you know, because uh I know O, o would always tell me, Hey, if they got him in a race, uh, you know a lot about track. Racy beats all their ass <laughs> in a race. <laughs> he, he said, I'm just telling you, he's the biggest and he's the fastest of the bunch. Uh, and, man, it, it was it was something to see. Uh, in this state, when you think about it, and, and I'm trying to tell this to other recruiters from outside the state of Louisiana, listen, LSU can't get all of them. In the last five years, the state of Louisiana has produced 68 Division One wide receivers. Goodness. So, man, well, why, why wouldn't a Tennessee or an Ole Miss or a TCU or Arkansas hit the state of Louisiana? That's no, the number two school in the state of Louisiana for recruiting players, especially the top ones, is Alabama. You know, so my thing is that there's no in-state battle here. Uh, you should get into the to the fight, uh, but they got they got some wide receiver talent here. It's unbelievable. Uh, we uh, we had a deal one time at one of our pitching catch camps, and uh, it was Jamar and Justin and Racy uh, Devonte uh, Smith, who, who won the Heisman at Alabama, and uh, and Mark Wez, who's with Buffalo. He's the return man there. He was from North Louisiana. And uh, Jarvis Landry standing right next to me, and they got 200 receivers at this camp. And they were like one after the other after the other. And Landry tells me, hey, coach, I'm going to take the first five, and you can take the rest. We winning. <laughs> <laughs> he walked away from me. He was something. like, yeah, I'm going to take them guys. You can take all the rest of them cats that they got here. Uh, it was unbelievable to watch them and how competitive uh, these young men were, but watching Fulton go up against Jamar and you could tell Jamar had the chip because Christian had always been the guy. He was the guy at Archbishop Oromo. Uh, he was the man and he, he knew if he could beat him, yeah, then man, anybody else in the sec was going to be easy. And Ed had always told me, Mike, uh, Fulton's one of the best five players on this team. And I, at first I misunderstood what he said. I thought he said one of the five best players on defense. I said on defense? He said, hell no, <laughs> on the team. <laughs> you know, Ed, Ed
0: was distinct about it after that, on the team. Hey, real real quick, uh, Mike, to <laughs> with us, speaking of LSU, so did Brian Kelly spend time with you? Is that where he got his uh, Cajun accent?
4: Oh no, he'd have had it worse than that. I, mean, uh, <laughs> I was kidding. <laughs> yeah, man, listen, if he if he'd have spent time with me, uh, he'd have had it a lot worse. But I will say this, and um, you know, my brother's been away from Louisiana now for over twenty years. He doesn't have the accent anymore. Really? But when no, but when he comes back down here and he hears it, yeah. you become a parrot. <laughs> you 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 say it exactly like, and so I I get it. See from people from around here. Oh, not from around here. They don't get it, and I can see where. And Brian, and they got dudes with flatter accents than me. So, and he's around them, and so you start start of parroting it.
0: So and, that's and what with, happened. You think he just started parroting?
4: I I, yeah. I guarantee. I would put every nickel <laughs> I have on it that you're around it so much, you start parroting it. And, man, he starts talking to people about going fishing and all. Man, he's, he, you know, he's scratching them where they itch. This man, he's talking about going, once everything's settled down, man, I want to go fishing. I want to go soccer fishing. I want to go fishing uh, for tuna. Uh, you know, I want to go red fishing. So, oh, yeah. Uh, and they got cats that will bring him any day of the week when he wants to go. And uh, put it to you this way, you're not going to ride. You're going to catch. Mm. There's none of this stuff about maybe catching. It's how much you want to catch.
0: So is he going to go after alligators, you think? Somebody going to get him in a boat and go looking for alligators? Well, listen, that uh, that's something you've
4: got to want to do. Uh, <laughs> now, listen, I,
0: you can't stumble uh, into that, Mike, can
4: you? <laughs> no, 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 because here's, here's my deal. Growing up here and, and being on uh, water, I, I maybe saw one or two up until maybe I was 20 years old, you didn't see it. You didn't see alligators here.
2: Huh.
4: Then now on the food chain, they are the king. There's nothing that's close. If you moving, you in that belly. Uh, these alligators have taken over. And, listen, uh, where I used to swim at one time or go ski, man, I ain't getting in that water. Because huh. I know if I fall with, with a ski or I go swimming, they got a critter in there that's bigger than me, and that is saying something. He's big, he's big, and he, and that tail when he whacks you with it, um, it, it's a a good left hook uh, when he hits you. Well, uh, but no. yeah, it, it's unbelievable. That and bald eagles here. I, I got we got a nest of them uh, right to my right where I'm doing this show uh, in my my den, and right to my very right, man they they got some they got mom and pop and they got the kids. And you can you can see them. They uh, they pretty big. Oh um, yeah, those they,
0: things are huge.
4: And they got a ton of them here now. It's it's all over cool. there. Uh, they got uh, relocated after Hurricane Ida that the tree went down <laughs> where the nests were, and so they had to vacate premises. But uh, they back, and uh, they pulling uh, they they pulling grass and dirt out of yards here. It, like if you have a mound of dirt in your yard that you're trying to spread out, you got an uneven area and stuff like that uh put it to you this way they help you take that dirt away they they grabbing it and take <laughs> it off.
0: do with us. We always end up talking about the uh the food chain down in uh Louisiana. You know who else is back is derek henry and and that's a guy oh. put in a boat looking for alligators.
4: that alligator would be scared of him uh that's all I know uh derek uh he came he was i think a junior uh in high school and he came to one of our camps. And I uh, almost had the actual ID because I, mean, <laughs> I was like, okay, you're a junior in high school? And, you know, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then he starts explaining that he's a track athlete and, you know, runs the 100, 200-meter dash. And I'm like, whoa. Um, uh, man, I know I'm getting a little older in age, but, man, uh, my eyesight ain't that bad. Uh, and you see this big, tall guy, and he, and he was pieced together even back then. And you, man. But he but he had pretty much made up his mind. That day, we, we talked for a little while. In fact, actually, uh, one of the uh, local television stations actually has the interview with me and him. And he, he basically kind of told you, listen, I'm going to Alabama. Uh, I'm going to play running back at Alabama. <laughs> then he chased off a lot of other young guys from there, too, uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, of how good he was, how big he is. Oh, yeah. But you don't realize how fast he is are you you surprised
0: like looking back to that day when he was a junior that that guy would would never change position like a lot of those guys are like college guys like hey man you're too big go go line up put your hand in the ground go go rush the quarterback well are you are you kind of surprised looking back to that yes
4: and and why is because of who he played for see nick's reputation here at lsu was to change your positions um and marcus spears got Got a good story, but I've heard it so many times. You know, Marcus came in; he was a tight end, and then they moved him to defense because they, they promised him, "Oh, you're gonna play tight end. You're gonna play tight end here. We're <laughs> gonna use the tight." And all of a sudden, he's a defensive end. Corey Webster, who played his high school football right up the road from me, was a quarterback. Played a little bit of a, kind of a wingback position. Oh, they promised him, "You're gonna be a receiver. You're gonna be a receiver." One year he stayed a receiver. Boom! He's now a cornerback. Michael Clayton. Uh, was a terrific college football player. Uh, but in high school, he was a quarterback. And, oh, yeah, Nick, oh, yeah, he, we'll give you a shot at quarterback. Next thing you know, he's a wide receiver. <laughs> so Brandon, uh, you guys will remember Brandon Jacobs, yep. mm-hmm. who ended up at Auburn. <laughs> Only thing is, man, he saw that running back class pretty big there, but he, he always wanted to play at LSU. And it was actually Marcus Spears that told him, hey, listen, you come to LSU, you never play running back again. <laughs> wow. Marcus Pierce kept
0: that man from LSU.
4: He knew, though. And, and Marcus was like, no. And he said, Brandon, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, man, the way you piece together, you are going to be rushing the quarterback right alongside me. I'm <laughs> just telling you, Nick is going to move you. And – Uh, you know, again, it's to hear Brandon tell a story about, man, you know, I'm over there and Nick's selling me, man, we need a big Thunder back. We think you're the guy, this and that. And he said, man, I'm starting to think about what Spears tells me. And, you know, and then he said, all of a sudden other guys were telling them the exact same thing. And, you know, Brandon was like, okay, I wanted to play running back. uh, So bad. And, you know, Auburn gave me that opportunity. So I went there. But even today he'll say that. My biggest regret in the world was not going to LSU. Uh, that's always where I wanted to play, but I had in the back of my mind that Nick would always move me. And uh, Brandon was like a one-man wrecking crew. Yeah. They had him return a punt um, at uh, a, a, an All-Star game. No, I, I did the <laughs> I did the color for it for an All-Star game, you All-Star game here. All-Star. And I see him run off the he's on the bench and I see him run off the bench and he waves off the, the punt returner who was all over about 165 pounds. And he catches this punt on a dead run. And it was like watching a, a 19 year old going up against like 11 and 12 year olds. He was like holding them back. You know, like he wasn't really running into him. He had his arm out and he was just holding them off. And finally they had about four of them that finally brought him down. And you can see he was laughing about it. He flipped the ball back. He never returned another punt that night. He did run the ball a few times. But it was like, whoa. <laughs> so that's the type of talent that, you know, was in that state. But to see it, uh, it, it's remarkable that I think about Brandon when I think about Derek. that that he still ended up playing running back. Because I think Nick probably had a few thoughts about maybe he can help me. Because, look, Nick's a defensive-oriented coach. That's right. But all Mm. I know is you get that big man out in open field – and you see a lot of Ole moves. I, I mean, it's wait. like going
0: to the bullfight. I, I mean, wait. everybody's running out of his way. I love it. Mike Detellier with us on three. Hey,
1: Mike, let me ask you this real quick, man. Pull the curtain back on a guy like Joe Burrow. What is he? What is he like away from the field, or what did you see on the field and away from the field? Like that made you believe that this guy's just a little bit different.
4: First time I met him, uh, I thought it was uh, Richie Cunningham from Happy Days. I mean, that's what he looked like to me. He he looked like Richie Cunningham from Happy Days. And then when you saw him and his competitiveness, you were like, okay, he's a different breed of cat. He's a different guy. Uh, He took over that locker room like I have never seen an LSU player do in over 30 years. When they won the national championship, the coaches and Ed never had to tell them anything. Joe was in there chewing ass if they messed up. They they ran up forty eight points on a team, but the first quarter was a little bit uneven. Man, Joe was in there screaming at them. But are we going to get off to this bad start every game? I'm <laughs> kind of cured the language. No, he was on them. Ed didn't have to tell them nothing. Yeah. I, nothing at all. Uh, a lot of people don't know he he banged up his shoulder, had a little surgery, and so he's wearing the vest. Okay, entering his senior year, it can't touch him. Well, they got one of these genius defensive players. And he don't understand what the vest is, and he pops Joe. And next thing you know, they got a brouhaha out of this world. Lineman hitting lineman, and it's a big deal. And you know, the coaches are trying to peel him off. Well, the guy who really started the fight was Joe Burrow. <laughs> I mean, he I mean he was Jeez. he was as aggressive a player and a leader as I've ever seen. And you know, funny story with him, he comes to the Manning Camp and he always called me coach. And so we walking away and we doing the show for WWL that afternoon from the end zone and he walks by me and he's like hey coach come see he said man you know coach was always on me about one thing or another he said uh come on man you guys are tight you got to tell me come on give me some stuff about him i said oh no 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 what happened on the buyer stays on the buyer dude i I mean i can't i can't say nothing he's like no but tell me something that's going to aggravate him i said you mouth it back to him he's like yeah when he jumps on me i jump back on him i said don't tell him nothing that'll aggravate him more than anything and so He learned after a while, and and Ed was like, hey, Mike, I don't know what's wrong with him. I tell him something. He don't tell me a damn word. (laughs) Nothing. Nothing. He said, I don't. But
2: you see, that was Joe.
4: Uh, Joe was sort of slick with it, and he reminds me a lot of Peyton Manning in this regard. He wants to find out stuff about you so he can use it against you. (laughs) And, and, And Eli was the first one to tell me, man, all these campers come in here and Peyton goes talk to all these top flight quarterbacks that come here to the Manning camp, and he said, you know what's going to happen to it one day? He's going to use it against them. Oh, what's your best pass? Which pass you struggle with? What do you like to throw? What don't like to throw? And he's like, man, I'm just – and Joe was exactly that. But when he came to Manning and he stood on that chair because they had so many reporters on the interview him that day and said, guys, I guarantee you, we're going to average our, like 45 points a game at LSU. And my thing is, what LSU are you talking about? I mean, come on, <laughs> the, the one in Baton Rouge? Come on, it got to be another school. And sure enough, man, he, he was dead on right about it. But he was the leader of the group, one of the toughest guys I've ever seen here. And it goes to show how tough he is. I you know, you him. get sacked 51 times yeah. behind that offensive line. That's why I think the Titans win. Uh, I just think they're better in the trenches than what Cincinnati is, and it's a great story, and I'll always pull for Joe and Jamar and what they did. uh, You know, Joe changed the world here at at LSU, and Jamar has been unbelievable. But I think the Titans win because they're better up front, and the Bengals are sort of beat up along that defensive line, and now you got to play Derrick Henry. Uh, Good
0: luck, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Mike Detillier, love checking in with you, man. And, uh, hey, we'll get closer to draft time, get you in here more often. Thanks a lot, guys. Y'all take care. All right, Thanks, the Mike. M&D draft report. Go ahead and search that out. This guy does amazing work and uh always love catching up. Uh, more of your phone calls uh, coming up at 4 o'clock. Mark Mariani, 420 Pac-Man Jones. That's 3HL 104.5 The Zone.
2: Titans offset the eye to the right. Now going in motion,
0: Tannehill. Direct snap, Henry. He throws in the end zone. Man is wide open. Caught. Touchdown, Titans. Michael Pruitt. The Titans go
2: to the king cat. And the king has thrown for a big six.
0: 3-10, 104.5 is his own. That man has had throw touchdown passes. Too. Yeah. The man can do it all. Mike Dettiglia, quote, when he heads down the field, it's like a bullfight. There are a lot of Olay moves out there. So serious. And a quote. So, so serious. He thinks the Titans win because they're better in the trenches.
1: Hey, man. And guess what? That's what Savage pointed out when he was on our show. That's what he's been That's pointing right. out all week. That's right. It's gonna be one in the trenches, man. That's how we feel too. That's what I'm leaning on.
0: That easy. Six one five seven three seven one oh four five. It's home. Heather is in Columbus, Ohio. Oh, Heather, Heather what what's do? up?
5: Hello, hello, hello. How goes it? How is you all doing in Nashville, Tennessee? Hey, we're ready for a football
0: game tomorrow. What about you?
5: Oh, my God. Let me tell y'all something. When Derrick Henry is back today, I was so excited. And plus, that's my birthday gift for tomorrow that Barry Henry is going out there and show up with his 22 because the train is going to run all the way to the goal line and, and, and all the fans is going to be hyped up. Hello. Yo. Time up to get to, um, uh, what's to uh, Mr. Slade? Yes, ma'am. I love I love your energy. Thank you. I just love your energy. And like woo woo. Say woo, woo. Tighten <laughs> up in two toes of blue. And plus, and plus, I've been a, a Titan fan for t- since 2015.
3: Oh, and yeah.
5: it yes, and, and also, I love the Titans. But I'm going to say this though. Todd Downey, he better not. They will screw this game up tomorrow. <laughs> they win this game mm-hmm. tomorrow, Titans. Let's go Let's go to the championship for next week and go all the way to the Super Bowl. That would go, hell, that's what love I'm it, talking that. about. Hey,
0: way to be unselfish, too.
5: Yo. She doesn't
0: need any birthday presents. Yo. She wants to give her birthday present to all Titans fans. Come on, man. Ride with her. And that's Ride Derrick Henry it. goes nuts tomorrow.
1: It's the king.
0: That first stiff arm is gonna be loaded up. Oh yeah, <laughs> a lot of people gonna be losing it.
1: minds. Well, on the opposite end and the crowd, Listen,
0: he may get, he may be so Jack Demar he gets that stiff arm loaded up between the tackles.
1: Hunk, the people say after they hit it like, yeah, you gotta hit that song on him. Helluva,
0: helluva up there in Columbus, Hell Ohio. Helluva oh. ain't got no roof. That's all we need it. That's all we need it. Next up, Kuzo oh Mike. My, my Wait one a minute. Up my boy, my hey, hey. hey, I, believe it. <laughs> I believe it. Oh, that,
2: Okay? Where the yeah, kitty cats yeah, at? Where the pussy cats? We ready for you,
3: okay? Yeah. We didn't have We didn't have Buffalo me okay. We didn't have them chiefs. We, we we took their drums and tore them up and let them know they'll come back. You did, yes sir. Okay. We got that boy Henry back, all right. Yes, Things happening, but here go the, here go the biggest thing right here. This is this is this is the icing on the cake for uh, us two tones. Talk to him. We experienced, baby. There you go. Yeah, hey, let me slow it down there so you, you hear me real real nice and clear. There you go. We experienced. They didn't. They yeah. These Bengals they got hitters. Yes, they do. Mm -hmm. They feeling good because they hitting. But our boys been hitting. All right, Mm. past tense. They didn't had a little taste of the championship. They done had a little taste of the others playoff run. Mm-hmm. They ain't got no butterflies. They ain't running off of adrenaline. They ain't running off of energy. They're running off of straight battle-tested experience. So y'all better watch out. You hear me, Cincinnati? And when you, when you leave up out of the field, what you, what, you tell, what you tell Buffalo to us, right? Pick them tables up. Yeah. Say, well, how about this? You keep catching. When you leave up out of the view, you may show that you, you, you're real tight on that leash the next time you think you're gonna <laughs> you going to cross to leg. I'm out.
5: him.
2: You not see those phone lines lit up over there. Hit them! <laughs> Cousin hey, Mike, yeah, Mike. did that. Cousin
0: Mike did that. Got 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 hey, man.
2: Kitty
0: Cats! Cat. Listen. People are on with their yo. takes today. Oh, yeah. I mean, I leaked the other day wanted to eat kitty cats. I don't hey, know what man. that was. But.
1: Listen, man, all we saying is, man, you heard Cousin Mike, man. Mike came in and told the people, man, all make right. sure you get them little kitty little boxes too. Carry them back with you. Man, don't mess up our city. we straight.
0: On a tight leash. Come on, man. I mean, real <laughs> tight. I love it. Uh, Mark Marietti, Moonshine, coming Uh-oh. up next. What's he got mm. with regard to this matchup? Also, the blood and the water pick. Tides are favored in this one. Yes. Slay, That's cold, Slay said, You can give me 13 points on this deal. Man, I'm on them, eight, man. <laughs> I made my bet. We'll see what Mark says next. Sure, you tell 1045 is home.